Hey, you're drinking house coffee, unfiltered conversations brewed at the intersection of real estate life and coffee shop service. We're Maggie and Rich, local business owners and friends sharing stories and welcoming you to pull up a chair with us. The door's always open. Let us pour you a cup. I took a beat down yesterday. A beat down. Did somebody beat you up? Yeah, my friggin' pile of junk that I had to move from one storage <laughs> unit to the other in like three days because I procrastinated. Oh, uh, wait, did you have to be out by a certain date? <laughs> yeah, yesterday oh. by 5.45. Oh. Broom swept. Cleared oh out, God. broom swept by 5.45. You're like those sellers at the walkthrough that are still moving out of the house when you're, the buyers are trying to have the final walkthrough <laughs> and they're still packing up the moving truck. <laughs> what, that's me. <laughs> I'll take every available minute sometimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. I decided I wanted to move my storage unit from the one that is outdoors um, to the new one down the street that's indoors. And in that process, I started that process probably, honestly, a couple of weeks ago. And I got the same size unit that I had. And my thought was, okay, I can... But I had stuff that wasn't yet in the storage unit that needed to go into storage. The like stuff that was in the, all the, the coffee shop? The, other, the extra pile of junk in the back room of the shop, which was a lot of book uh, boxes of books and some shelving and other stuff. So while TJ was still in town, I had him helping me a little bit get start just to start getting organized. So then I got this new storage unit and great, quick, easy process, good unit. We got a 10 by 15 is what I had. It's what I got. So I start moving... 10 by 15. Okay. Yeah. So I, I uh, got shelves off of Facebook Marketplace and... That's, I think, smaller than my trailer. It uh, could be. It it could be, frankly. You could have something... I think my trailer's a little bit bigger than that. Or, okay, well, <clears throat> so I got shelves from Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I found some other shelving um, and then I set it up. So what I did was I... I, I rather than just throw all the stuff from one into the other, I decided let's go in and organize fashion. Mm, right? love so it. everything love will it. be accessible yes. as we, as, as I continue to put mm-hmm. stuff in, I, it can go in, in a, in a, an organized way. So, um, that started to work out really well. Well, I get into Man, this. I wish we were recording from your storage unit today. That'd be fun, right? <laughs> I get into this thing and I'm like, all right, you know what? How much more money could it be just to get a slightly larger size before I move everything in here? Because I realized 10 by 15 was already a tight squeeze Mm -hmm. with all the stuff I had. And I'm adding more stuff to the equation. And I'd like to have room to get more if I need to um, or room to at least like be in there organizing. So I'm like, all right, let's see if we can upgrade this thing. So I added another 10 by 5. I got not two units. I got a bigger unit. Mm -hmm. So then in one day I was able to move all the stuff from the 10 by 15 new one that I had into a 10 by 20 that was, you know, a little zigzag in the same, on the same floor. So I got a 10 by 20 as of two days ago Uh and started to get all the stuff in there, but then I had to get the rest of the stuff. Yeah. Into my van. That is bigger than my trailer. And then over to the 10 by 20 is bigger. Yes. But the 10 by 15 Mm -hmm. could be smaller. You could have something in between. That's why I didn't. <laughs> That's why I paused to say. Uh, yeah, so that was um, pretty much all me over the last mm, three days and nights. Because mm-hmm. the new well, the, now you feel like a homestay. The units would Just close. Moving all day long. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. The unit closed at 10 p.m. So um, got it. E- both of them would close at 10 p.m. So I could either, but I had to be home for 7 p.m. for the bath. So I'd go back out, you know, between eight or nine. Yeah, and uh, get a load and then go drop it off, and um, you know. We did it. You did it. We did it. And I'm I'm impressed. I'm pleased. I'm very pleased with um with how the new one came out. It needs to be organized now and kind of called for stuff that's legitimately garbage and and needs to to just vacate my life. But mm-hmm. um yeah, it's uh, it's better. It's good. Yeah. And there's so much stuff on wheels. So I can just wheel it cool. out or wheel it around if I need to. That's some of fun. that stuff I, I I cobbled together and some of it was just shelving with wheels, you know. Yeah. The stationary stuff is kind of like off to the sides, lining the walls. Um I was even putting like 
I'm using every square inch of that place. Yeah, like, like as you should. Against the wall. So I don't know if you've ever been in storage, you know, but it's got like metal framing. It's like a it's like a warehouse. So you got this like thin sheet metal type of wall, but then there's the the steel stud that's like the frame that comes off of that. And so along the floor on the side with the steel framing, you know, there's a six inch four inch spot that you can't put shelving back up against because it like comes up from the floor like a lip uh, so you can't put stuff there but but you can put skinny stuff okay. <laughs> in that little pocket there so I've got like snow shovels and stuff gotcha. hanging from the <laughs> um, from up above on the framing and um, like table legs are yeah. tucked in a corner and by the door it's it's uh, I'm maximizing love it maximizing I love that. That's amazing. Happy for you. You know, thanks. I'm happy to be done. Uh, today, I didn't even think about it. Yeah. It was all done yesterday. Were you I was listening like, to anything while you were off. moving? Um, the So one of the bad things about the new one is it's like deep in this steel structure. So there's not really cell reception oh, okay. or Wi-Fi. So whenever I would go in listening to something, my radio app would cut out. Oh, okay. Um, so sometimes... You, what do you I listen was, to? WAMC? Uh, yeah, typically. <laughs> or I would be. I've been working on a couple of new song ideas, and it's generally pretty lonely in there. Like no one else is around. <laughs> so you just <laughs> so been I would actually yourself? just be singing. <laughs> That'd be funny to watch the security footage. <laughs> but yeah, cool. That's that. But now I'm like, I'm, like I'm sore. I'm like all my <laughs> my wrists hurt. I'm like stretching out all day. Trying to just yeah get back to normal, so that's I'm not even that's thinking what about it is. For another, that is the for reason the why I work out, Rich. I work out so that I can lift furniture <laughs> and True. move stuff and not be extremely sore from doing my job. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, I don't that's know. Just, I don't know that your stuff is generally as. I mean, maybe sofa or something, but like. I'm talking big stainless steel sinks and tables mm-hmm. that I had and yeah, that's uh, big bo- stuff. Uh, big heavy box of books, you mm-hmm. know, I'm not saying not to discount your, <laughs> not no, but it's, but it's not, also but like it's a lot of movement endurance for eight yeah, hours. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's yep. tough. Like being on your feet that's true. and like moving, bending up and down stairs, downstairs, in and out of the trailer. Like exactly the bin, I would say my bins of accessories are like pretty hefty. Sure. I can imagine. But not that I'm trying to like, you know, compare like one one over the other. I'm just No, it's just making a I hear making you. conversation. I hear you. So shout out to your line of work. <laughs> and your lifestyle. <laughs> Keep it all going. What have you been listening to? I have been listening to um I'm I don't wanna go into it like we did last time when, when we were recording with TJ, but Talking about Dashboard Confessional made me wanted to like go back and just listen to their album, and so I I actually listened to that a few times. Again, the places just, you've come to fear the, the most. The places you've come to fear the most, yes, and um, just re-listened to some of the songs that like brought me back to like friendships and places and stuff. So yeah, that I did listen to again just for nostalgia's sake, and but what I've been actually listening to is the this book by Rick Rubin called The Creative Act, A Way of Being. And I might have mentioned last time that I I have the audible version of it, but I also bought the hard copy of it. And I listened and read at the same time. So it's like the author is reading the book to me because I'm following along. And that just helps me retain the information a little bit better. Pro tip. Yes, and I don't do this for every book. I I only do it for the nonfiction books because it's just easy. It's just it's just something I started doing this year because I have the Audible credits, and I want to you know for me get get the most out of it. So um, I wanted. Can I read a quote from one of the chapters? Yeah, I think that so. I think our audience would really really like don't infringe any copyright but i don't think so i'm not reading the whole book the chapter is called completion and this little segment that i want to read 
is um, like really stuck out to me today. And um, it says, hanging on to your work is like spending years writing the same entry in a diary. Moments and opportunities are lost. The next works are robbed of being brought to life. And I just thought that that was like, that really stuck out to me because sometimes I, I personally have a fear of like sharing things with the world. And I let like the fear and like judgment or other people's opinions stop me from doing that. And then he goes on and addresses that actually later on in in the chapter says concerns about releasing a work into the world may be rooted in deeper anxieties. It could be a fear of being judged, misunderstood, ignored, or disliked. Will more ideas come? Will they ever be this good again? Will anyone even care? And, you know, goes on and then says, this is different from a work of being perfect. We can engage with any of the works we've been a part of and recognize things wrong with them. Maybe we didn't in the moment when we finished them, but when we're looking back, we often do. There are forever changes to be made. There is no right version. Every work of art is simply an iteration. And he talks on about going like avoid overthinking and things like that. So I just wanted to share that excerpt because this book has just really challenged me. And I, it's like more of a how to, it's, I don't know. I can't, it's, it's just like some of the chapters are like one page and then some of the chapters are like eight pages. It's just, it's kind of like random. And then there's like little poems here and there and just, hmm. it's just a very good book. Yeah. Sweet. Thanks for sharing. Did that resonate because of a particular work or expression or iteration you've been hanging on to now? No, or just it's, as an it's experience just in you've had? general. I, I tend to lack follow through in a lot of my creative endeavors and I leave things like half finished and I don't like complete them. And so being challenged to go th- and like I'm a journaler so when he when he wrote like not sharing something is like writing the same entry in a diary spending years writing the same entry in a diary I'm like whoa that's that hit me personally because I am a I am a diary writer right. I am a journaler yeah fun. so yeah cool well here's to uh Putting more ish out there in this ish. In this year. Ish. <clears throat> yeah. Sweet. Sweet. Well, today can't wait. We're going to hear from Maggie. So excited. Tell us what you're going to tell us. Well, we are going to talk about 2024 home trends. Sick. And and the I can't one wait. that no one expected. And the one that no <laughs> one expected. Drum roll. Should we have a drum roll? The eclectic <laughs> grandpa. Eclectic grandpa coming in hot. Has anyone heard of this trend? Hot on the heels of the coastal grandma. Yes. From, yes. What, I, from what I Which understand. Which honestly didn't know was a trend. Uh, yeah, same. But. Same. That one. Um, that might have been actually based on um, based on a photograph I saw. That might have been. Or an article I pulled up. Not just last year. That could have been even earlier. Okay. Like 2022. Gotcha. I didn't look into it that deeply. Gotcha. But. Uh, no, I can kind of see where like nostalgic grandma could be a trend with like quilts and like you know well, handmade like the whole coastal things, thing, like the, like the like lakes, Duke, you know, at yeah. the lake or at the yeah, beach, like, Florida yes. vibes. Pottery Barn definitely had that type of decor trend when yeah. I worked there. Um, oh, so it's even farther back. Yeah, yeah, definitely true. Just it's kind of timeless, almost, which is you know. I know because like you think about like homes in Nantucket or New England, right. and like though they were trying to go after like that type of yeah. trend, like so y- your lake house, your summer house. Totally. So it's cute. Grandma's that, uh, cottage. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. yep. Mm-hmm. So now grandpa's on the scene. Now eclectic grandpa is the trend we for this it. year, and the person who brought this to my attention was. Joe, my staging assistant, and we were staging a house last week. And, um, you know, 
quick backstory. Joe is somebody who likes to buy things brand new and keep them in pristine condition, like in the box still, like doesn't like to use things because he's just like clean, neat, and just somebody who takes extremely good care of his um, property. And um, he always sort of poked fun at me for using used furniture from estate sales and all these like quirky little decor items that I've collected over the years. And he's always just sort of been like poking fun at me for this because my whole mindset around doing this is not necessarily to be trendy, but it's, it's more for my passion for sustainability and not buying things that take up a lot of packaging and the packaging goes in a landfill and then the furniture you buy from a big box store ends up breaking down quickly because it's made of cheap particle board. And it's just like, I'm all about buying like timeless pieces of furniture that will last. So that was my motivation for doing estate sales for a lot of my core pieces of furniture. And it's not like you were trying to get the old person vibe either. No, I was not. It was just something that I was, I was trying to go for a more like lived in feel for my staging furniture as opposed to clean, modern type of like gray and white. Mm -hmm. Like I really wanted to have that lived in feel. So when you would go to a home that I staged, you would really question as to does someone live here or not? Like that was the whole goal of my staging. And, um, Joe is like, all these years I've been making fun of you, Maggie, for buying your estate sale furniture and now eclectic grandpa is the is the trend for 2024 <laughs> and like you were the leader of it like years and years ago. <laughs> Ahead and of I the felt, trend, I as just usual. felt so vindicated. And then I felt a sense of sadness. Why? Because now all these big box stores are now going to try to remake these pieces of furniture. Like I am already seeing influencers online assembling vintage style desks and consoles and tables and linking them to these big box stores that are saying, buy this vintage style piece of furniture. And it just kind of makes me sad that instead of going to Facebook Marketplace first or shopping your local estatesales.net and seeing what's out there, like people just still want that like instant gratification assembly. And I just, I wish that influencers who have a large following would encourage people to do that first, as opposed to just trying to make a commission off of a link to a piece of furniture that like is trending. Mm, That's interesting. I feel like we saw that in the uh, mid-century modern trend. Yes. Which I don't know how long that's been a trend. It kind of seems like one that is a little bit always in style these days, depending on which part of the mid-century, you know, Mm -hmm. I do when you when you search mid-century whatever on on Facebook, you you tend to get the same. You can tell. You can mm-hmm. kind of get a like flavor, the pointed a sense legs, of the flavor, the caning, yeah, the, like bright yellow <laughs> or like primary color of like velvety, yeah, or like uh, I don't know what you call it, like the pleather type of thing. Yes. Um, yep. And or, or the framing of a chair or something yes. like that. Yeah, you generally see like those uh, characteristic things and put together a sense of what mid-century modern is well as i was shopping for stuff like that like when we were remodeling the shop not that i wanted a mid-century vibe but i wanted more lived in cozy homey chairs as we discussed in in previous episodes and and in that time so but you would find and i'm sure i sent you a couple things stuff that is mid-century style quote Mm -hmm. unquote but but is modern and i think I don't know. Maybe that's inevitable. <laughs> it is. It is inevitable because everyone's trying to make a buck off of everything possible. You know, yeah. depending on, on what yes. they do. 
No, it but is. But I hear inevitable. you. That's, that is. And I, I didn't actually intend sad. on like coming here with like a sad story. It just was like no, the, it's an those were like my my two instincts was like, yeah. ha, I've been a trendsetter and I've been doing this the whole time, and all of my stuff in my staging furniture is eclectic grandpa. And then I was like, oh man, now all these people are going to try to make a buck off of buying something new so it looks vintage so it's on trend. Yeah. Yeah. It's very and they're not even gonna shout you out. And that's the worst <sighs> that's honestly the worst part of this for me. Son of a gun. They don't recognize where this originally came from. Right. So the article that I came across as I was like researching this nostalgic um no sorry, this eclectic grandpa trend Joe sent me a couple of videos and then I came across this Instagram post on the every girl and I went to the website and the article is titled, this nostalgic trend is the new coastal grandma. Here's how to get the look in your home. And the article was written by Sarah Lyon and was published on January 16th, 2024 on the every girl. So do you want to talk about our key takeaways from this article? Yeah. Um, Do you have any? Other than the fact I feel like you are kind of an eclectic grandpa already. Well, okay. I had that. <laughs> That's actually kind of funny because when I was in literal high school, not even out of high school yet, I uh, was I? No, no. I think I was like in my senior year, maybe even into my junior year. I, I earned the nickname Gramps. That's from my hilarious. friends, from my group of friends, kids that were older than me and <laughs> younger than me. <laughs> I was called Gramps because of you a number like of an old man? yeah, just kind of like a number of um, facets of my personality at the time. I was a little grumpier, uh, grumpier if you, than if, now, if you can imagine. And I was, um, I had I had like uh, thick framed glasses. Um, which, you know, everyone has mm-hmm. these days. And I think they were a little ahead of the time. Yes. Yep. 13. They definitely uh, were. F- gosh, is it 15 years ago now? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> 2000, 2009. It's 2014. No, it's 20, 20, 20, 20, That's 15 years, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. So you were you wore uh, the thick-framed glasses? So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And that, and just like... Yeah, it's just Plaid. the way I I I did have some, you know, I did have a couple of like the flannel vibes going on. Mm-hmm. Um, played like acoustic guitar and stuff. So <laughs> I just had that nickname as Gramps. It's not like I dressed like an old person necessarily, um, but that was your vibe. It was a it was a vibe. It was mm-hmm. trying to capture a vibe. I don't know that I had the eclectic part dialed as much as just like the old soul. Maybe it was the old yeah. soul thing going on. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I've 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 kind of grown into that and mm-hmm. grown out of it. I think a little bit. I'm I can still grumpy, to that. but it's not the same. Mm-hmm. I can relate to that. Yeah. So, um, it's just it's just funny. Uh, but yeah. anyway, I can I can I can relate. I feel like I can relate to this. Yeah. I, can, uh, I don't think I can quite embody it, having seen some of the influencers who are kind of being um, pegged for having brought this to the the fore. So you got yeah. people like. I don't know, people are naming, I don't know what names you've come across, but like, and I don't really follow influencers or celebrities. I think mm-hmm. celebrities tend to de facto be influencers sometimes, but they got yeah. like Tyler, the creator, which I didn't look at, I didn't look at his page or anything. Um, Emma, Ch- Emma, Emma Chamberlain. Oh, I know that name. She, she a model. She must be. Cause I don't know what else she does. Okay. She has a coffee company Okay. in her name called Chamberlain Coffee. I don't think she personally does anything in coffee except maybe okay. maybe tastes the products or gives direction to the the branding or something. But um, she's got a brand that's a coffee brand, Chamberlain Coffee, and she's got a podcast called Anything Goes. Oh, Other than cool. that, I don't. But she got 15 million followers on Instagram. Yeah. So I don't know what she's doing out here, but she. She's if you go on her page, and she's and you got go, 15 million she, followers. She does have the eclectic grandpa vibe going on. Yeah. In the mix of her yeah. her, her, her other stuff. Uh, and who else did they say? I think somebody named a Kardashian. I don't know. No. Um, yeah, maybe not. Maybe I'm mixing it up with somebody else. 
These are all style, like personal styles, right? Not necessarily home trends, right? Well, that's uh, that's true. That's a good point. So this is kind of a trend in design and fashion. Yes. Which I don't know how often those things go hand in hand. Again, I'm not. That's re- not really my realm. But uh, they might complement each other because, you know, you live yeah. where you. Yeah, I think, I think so. Dress. I think um, fashion, like I. I wouldn't, I don't want to comment so much about fashion because I don't really like, I am, I always like ask my friends about what is cool. Yeah. So, and I've been, I also shop vintage clothes on out of state sales for stuff too. That's another point to make is like a state sales and, mm-hmm. th- and thrifting more particularly. I think thrifting is, is something that we've talked about, but it's also something where this is coming out. Yes, it's becoming even more trendy. Thrifting is becoming trendy, but I think eclectic grandpa shopping is easier to attain than ever. Shopping like yes. like uh, like getting that that style for home or for where is, yes. is is attainable through thrifting. So I think it's probably all coming up together. Um, if I had to guess. Yes. And again, like the, oh, another word for this eclectic grandpa, the article calls it grandpa core. Grandpa core. Yeah. I saw that. And and like everything is a core. Yeah. That's, that's also that's a very just, trendy way. That's of a very trendy way. Expressing like, stuff in the digital era. I, yeah. Like mushroom core. <laughs> Cottage core. Cottage core. Yes. All of that. So grandpa core would be another searchable term if you are interested in looking into this eclectic grandpa style for your own home. So what does it mean? What is it? What exactly is eclectic grandpa? Yeah. So some of these things. So the article lists a couple of um, like key factors on like what it means, how you can get it, what type of textures and colors and tones and materials. And then I have also added my own opinions and my own flair, we'll say, for this grandpa core and how you can get it in your home. So um, the first thing would be vintage finds, academia-inspired accessory and menswear. So... Professors, professor, like um, sweater vests, like the um, tweed. Yeah, I guess that could be your plaid. Corny high school teacher too. Yeah. <laughs> trying to think, like who embodies that stuff. I mean, don't look at me. <laughs> I'm like, well, you are wearing a vest yeah, right now. That's true. That's why I, I'm it's looking at you. Not a sweater vest, though. No, it's not a sweater vest. Um, retro patterns, leather. <laughs> Do you have some leather like I don't accessories? Think this is, no. Well, your, like, no, I don't have any. Um, and oh no, my remarkable just went to sleep. Um, I think it said vintage finds, retro patterns, leather accessories. So that would be that's for fashion, but there are also ways you can incorporate this into your home. Right. So a leather accessory in your home would be like a pillow or a tray, a leather tray by the door. Yeah, like for a like ring. Keys. Uh, for key, what do you, I don't know what you call it. I mean, other than a tray, like, yeah, key. Yes. Key drop. Yep. Um, a chair. A, a valet tray. I think I saw the oh, word. A valet Have you heard tray. of it? Yes. I've never heard yes. of it called a valet yes. tray, but that's, mm-hmm. that makes sense. Put your keys and whatever. A place to put like letter, like your mail, your letters, yeah. your keys, things yeah. like that. That right is an accessory door. I do not own uh, in any style, but I think, mm-hmm. I think this is the year. This <laughs> we is need the year. one of those. We're going to get, we need one Rich is going to get a valet tray. In a uh, grandpa core style. For his front entryway. Um... And like, so ways that you can do that in your home, like I said, was like a pillow, a tray, a chair, an ottoman, things like that. You can easily kind of sprinkle into your home to give it more of that like leather. Brown leather feel. chair. Brown. Well, let's just say brown. That was a huge yeah, well, I'm color. Saying, right. Yeah, yeah. That's another one. That's one I'm, of the I'm things. I'm going to the for, next item. What, okay. Which is brown. Oh, as a as yeah, an yes, grandma, as a okay, okay. grandpa, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also just a general uh, 2024 design. Yes, 
trend. Yes, exactly. So I'm saying leather, brown leather chair, just mm-hmm. bring it all together. And also like, like in terms of brown, like brown tile, brown um, paint colors for your walls, your um, like cabinetry side, like things like yeah, that. And it dark doesn't have dark wood tones. So like, you are literally like always saying the one. I, I love it. I love it. Like then it's like I'm you're reading, reading my, my article. Dude, no, you're say. like, you're, <laughs> I love this, these like transitions. Cause the next thing I was going to say, was warm wood tones. Oh, that's so funny. Which would be, you don't have to replace every piece of white furniture in your home. If you, if white was like a big trend for, you know, years ago where everybody yeah. was doing white cabinets, white counters, white accessories, um, all of that. Like you can incorporate warm wood tones or brown into your home by like switching up the paint or like replacing some accessories or getting a warm wooden tray to put on your coffee table right? to put like flowers or plants, remotes, um, coasters, things like that to bring in that eclectic grandpa feel. That's cool. I can imagine if you have like a white, like I'm thinking of your kitchen, right? Which is kind of like a lot of white and gray and stuff. Yes. But if you got like a nice dark wooden bowl or, or tray or like, um, something like that, that could bring in part of that vibe, but, but it'll, it'll, pop in that space yes. and, and we are actually nice. renova- going to renovate our kitchen but not like n- not in the I thought you were trying to be done with all that no, I, I, <laughs> please no we, we're trying to close out our building permit so we can just move on with life right and um not to detract from the coastal grandpa yeah, yeah. conversation no, he's, he's but, not going anywhere dude um we are going to brandon and i have like been talking about what we want to do to like elevate our kitchen a little bit as we are like closing out this addition. And one of the things that I want to do is get rid of a, our, we have this like um, skinny little peninsula that we sit at, which it doesn't have cabinets underneath it. You just kind of like, um, it has like two legs at the end and then you can like, it's, it's our counter surface, like bar stools and stuff. And what I would like to do is, um, remove that peninsula and kind of just bring in an old vintage, like, um, console table or like an old desk or an old, um, like I'm, I'm looking for this right yeah. now. This is what I'm on the hunt for. It's mm-hmm. like a big wooden, like you'll know when table you see it. that I can use as an Island in my kitchen to incorporate this like older vintage style. Cause yeah. my kitchen is very much gray, white, bright white, like, well, not really. It's, it's got some mix of like old like brassy stuff in it but it's like it was very much on the end of the trend of the gray and white and so in order to like not replace all of my cabinets and counters instead i'm <laughs> just you gonna only put bring, in a few years ago, like five years ago. yeah seriously <laughs> you know i'm gonna we're gonna bring in i'm looking for this like piece of furniture that i can put in our kitchen and use it as an island tie things together to tie things together that's cool so it's not like i'm gonna redo my whole kitchen yeah just gonna like now, bring in that eclectic grandpa piece of furniture. Now we have the name for it, but were you thinking about this already? Was that some, I'm sure maybe you wanted to get rid of the, I, the peninsula already? But. We've been thinking about what we can do to make our kitchen more functional as we finish the addition. Yeah, and um, one of the things that we've been thinking about is like making the flow of our space a little bit better. And one of the things that we could do that is getting rid of that peninsula right? because it like, it only allows one path of travel to the addition. And if the peninsula is gone, now you have two paths of travel with an Island because then you can go on either side of it as opposed to just being blocked by the Island. Sure. sure. But in terms of what you were thinking of replacing it with, yeah. Were you this thinking was, this was this has a been, dark wood type I've or been, an old vintage type I've thing been already? Thinking about 
Um, I don't know what I was thinking about. I I wanted to do butcher block. Sure, sure. That was my vision for having an island. Because so, that would incorporate like the darker tones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But I then I came just... across an Instagram post of someone's <laughs> kitchen and they had like a big vintage island. It was like looked like a piece of furniture. Yeah. And I was like, that's what I want to do. Cool. I'm trying to decide if uh if it was if it was just further evidence of you starting the whole eclectic oh, trend, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, maybe. Yeah. It was it was back in my creative space somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Cool. All right. Um, so uh, change, add some accessories, accessories. Change up the um. They said the tones. The article goes on to say, um, so warm wood tones, vintage finds, which like that's like pretty much all the accessories in my business for yeah, built in for you yeah classic patterns and accessories that tell a story hmm. so that might mean this like old clock right here true you know yeah when you got cool stuff like this it's like you can't help but tell the story of how you got that yeah this do you old remember radio, how i got this i don't know you were there about that i was there yeah really no, yeah, I got that on the street. Oh my gosh, in Troy, in Troy. at the uh, that's right Troy Hidden Garden Tour. That's right. Where are you and Brandon and me and Christine the and, and, Ollie, and Ollie? We walked around Troy and saw the gardens yep. that were open for viewing. I forgot about and that. And some random crew was having a little um, I bought, sidewalk sale. I bought some candlesticks. I yep. think. Yep. So that's where that clock mm -hmm. came from. Here it is in our podcast studio. And then this a little radio thing. Yeah, that's yours. You tell this me this is story. mine, but it's it's from somewhere. Maybe it's from my parents' basement. It could be, but I don't know. It's like it doesn't even it have to be. Here's a thought on that. It doesn't even have to be your story, right? Like all mm -hmm. the vintage clocks that I have at at mm -hmm. Storied. I don't know. Other than my story of how I got it, I bought that on eBay, or mm -hmm. I grew up with that one, or I was gifted this one. However, I got it. I don't. Beyond that, I don't know the story. I just know this thing is from the 50s or or the 70s or the mm -hmm. 80s. And I know it has a story. Right. And so you get to like fill in the blanks. You get to imagine yes. the story behind that thing, knowing it's been here that long. Like who enjoyed that? What did they yes. listen to? You can imagine like the setting in the home where it was um, and what it could have been like. You don't know it, but you know it tells a story. And that's, I think, one of the things I've always liked about old crap is like, it's got, it's not just about repurposing something for the sake of like not wasting it or letting it go to waste and fill up a landfill. It's more like, I don't know, living vicariously through mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the experience that someone else shared with that thing. Yeah. I think there's something deeper to, to that for me. And that's something I've always liked about vintage or old, um, reused stuff. It, it yes. tells a story. I think yes. that that's a cool note to have on that. Uh, Can I tell you a story this, please? about a vintage radio? So uh, Joe and I recently staged a house, a, a very large, like I would newer house, house that was built in the 2000s, huge house. Um, and How many rooms? How many bedrooms? Um, five bedrooms, Gosh. like a living room and a family room and a study downstairs and a formal dining room with an even kitchen. It was, it's a lot. Of, it was a big house with dude. a finished basement. It was a big house. Yeah. Um, and the owners, they elected to be present while we were staging because they hadn't fully moved out yet and they just felt more secure being there while we were staging, which is completely fine. Um, and we we staged this one room. It was like the formal living room, and I I actually had a an old radio that I kind of set up next to the couch, and like had the whole we had like a clock on the wall with like some plants and a coffee table, and like it was I actually had like a leather ottoman as the coffee table and like a leather pillow and it just like all came together really beautifully and they had this like vintage clock radio no no it wasn't a clock radio a vintage uh what's this called here um analog radio yeah. where you like you turn the dials there's no like numbers on it like a 
there's no digital numbers on it. It's just like you turn the dial to yeah, get to the station I, I don't, I don't, I and it's guess. got like an antenna. Yeah. Um, Call a radio. And um, <laughs> when the, when we were done, the homeowner who was like very lovely was like, no, <laughs> I see that radio next to the couch. Are, are people supposed to like, think that I just sit here next to the couch and listen to the radio all day. And I was like, <clears throat> no, it's, it's just, it's just decoration. It's, it's not like no one's going to think you sit next to this radio and listen to the radio all day. It's, it's just for, it's just for decoration. <laughs> and she was like very confused. That's interesting. With my, she's like, okay, well I'll just, I'll just out. That's fine. Like she was just very confused as to why I had the radio next to the couch because it was just so like outside of, I guess, like, what, like the lifestyle yeah. of, of the way she lived. There wasn't anything particularly. Um, it wasn't out of place in nope. terms of decor. No, nope, it was it not just, out of place it, it, for, it for my stuff. It just yeah. caught her off guard. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. That's that raises an interesting point. And this might, this is probably on the page too. Um, but I, one of the notes, one of the things that, that you could do is like, when you think about, um, Oh, I, I don't know. I don't know where this comes from exactly. Maybe just imagery from movies or, mm -hmm. or maybe older people live this way, but like, like a collection of magazines or newspapers, yes. like you're just in your study reading all the time mm -hmm. or something like that and books. And so one of the tips was like, um, first of all, have a collection yeah. <laughs> of books and magazines. Um, they maybe presume that you already do. And so finding something that you can like store that stuff in like an old trunk yes. or, uh, yes basket or like we've got this you probably maybe you've seen this box at our house christine and i bought this like old shipping crate for a coffee company we bought it years ago yes early it was like pallet we were wood? first thinking about storied say it again does it look like pallet wood kind of um not ex i guess i mean is it as is it your coffee table it was oh, okay in a, in then a, i know what you're several of our apartments yeah it woods yeah teas and coffees on it Best by comparison. <laughs> um, so we, we bought that, and it's, so I envision that kind of, that kind of thing, you know, could work for for this. But but the point I'm making here is, as I was reading that and thinking about it, I was like, I was like, what? I actually wrote this down as a question. I was like, what's? Where do we get? What do we get out of doing this stuff? Like following design trends, following home trends and stuff mm -hmm. like this. It's like, it's like, it's what, a great question. what is in us that makes us want to, to do, why am I going to uproot my whole life or go on a journey of looking for a particular piece of furniture to house this magazine collection that I may or may not even own. And it's like, it's like, who are you trying to impress? I, I, partly. And like, and like, who am I trying to be? It's not like my life. Let's put it this way. Nobody reads magazines. Nobody reads physical books except you right now, but you're, you're <laughs> listening to it at the exact same yes. time as you're, as you're reading it. Right. So like nobody, okay. Nobody's a very broad generalization, mm -hmm. but a lot of younger people, but modern, a lot of modern people just don't have the time yeah. or lifestyle, the freedom to read. Right. So, so what am I doing going and getting a trunk, um, to put my magazine collection in just for the vibe. Like, am I trying to live vicariously through that sense of someone else's, you know, um, carefree <laughs> existence? Mm -hmm. You know, it just, it just made me well, think like, why do we, why do we do this? Okay. I, <laughs> where did I don't design have, trends come from? I don't have an easy all encompassing no, no, answer, no, it's, but I, I will I literally tell wrote you, ethereal question. <laughs> I will tell you the answer for me personally. For me personally, I am deeply affected by my physical space. If my sure. desk is messy. And that's probably a very common. It's very common it's, for um, a lot reality, of people. Yeah. But it, like if my desk is messy at home, like I feel like I can't concentrate on my work and I'll go and pick up my computer and like work on a space that's like clean and I, d I definitely think that like color and style and pattern 
can greatly affect your mood and your creativity and your sense of productivity. They do for me personally. And so... And probably 95% of the people that just heard you say that. (laughs) Right. So design trends, just like fashion, are ways of expression. And I have found that when I can express myself in like the way I decorate my home or the way I have like the clothes that I wear, for example, like I feel a sense of identity, a sense of confidence, a sense of creativity, all those things. And those are all just ways of expression. Even the lack of trend, quote unquote, or even if you just wear black all day, you just like your uniform is just black pants, black jacket, black shoes. Like that is also an expression of yourself. Yep. So for me, when it comes to like trends and stuff, that's the other reason why like it kind of, I don't want to say it annoys me, but it just, it's kind of like the fact that they made eclectic grandpa a trend <laughs> when it's something that I, I felt was unique yeah, to yeah. my sense of identity in style and my, in my decor. I mean, I'm like, man, now I have to like, I want to, I've, I've always tried to be unique. I've always tried to set myself apart from like, from what I'm doing. Like, even if I'm following fashion trends, which I do, I'm not going to sit here and say that I don't care about fashion. I don't care about what I wear because I do. It's Mm -hmm. part of my self-expression, but I don't want to look like a carbon copy of everybody else. And I think that's a lot of other people don't either. And that's why eclectic grandpa has like hit a nerve with so many people is because the uniqueness of it is what makes it cool. You can really make it your own. Yeah. You can be in the eclectic grandpa club with completely unique thrifted finds yes. that no one else would have. You didn't go mm-hmm. on this website where you bought the same thing that a hundred mm-hmm. million other people yeah. had could, you know, picked up as well. Um, so yeah. Okay. I hear you. That makes sense. That makes sense. I just, uh, yeah, you know, there's just a question to pose. It's like <laughs> the way I wrote it down was like, um, how much of our design aspirations are just trying to vicariously find ourselves through some fantasy version of a life we envision but can't realize? So deep. <laughs> uh, Rich is here to bring in the deep questions. That's Gramps. Mm-hmm. Gramps on Philosophy. the Philosophy. Yep. All you need is a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> True. <laughs> True. Or a cigar. Yeah. As some of my uh, friends. No, you're right. A pipe would definitely be the yeah, right you're Yeah, you're, you definitely would be a pipe. So anyway, I'm not, I'm not here to poo poo, um, Mm -hmm. you know, design trends. Obviously we're talking about it. It's your realm and it's, and it's, uh, it's, it's part of life. But for me, this is, this is a new territory Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm learning about, um, uh, what goes, goes into this thing. I would even go as far as to say is like storied coffee has a little bit of an eclectic grandpa vibe. Heck dude, you heard it here first. We'll be trending in no time. Yeah. Just get us on the gram. Get you on the gram. Um, cool. I appreciate Just that. Just wait until that back room is done. Oh, dude, I know. We'll have to, I'll have to hit you up for some, uh, mm-hmm. some design ideas back there. Um, okay, cool. We can press on, I guess. Yeah, so... I was thinking of one other question, but I don't think it's... What... I can ask it anytime. Okay. Yeah, well, I was just going to go on to say, like, my own thoughts and opinions on, like, if somebody wanted to easily incorporate some of this eclectic grandpa grandpa core trend into their home. Now, one easy way to do that without having to like renovate is like plaid. You know, the article talks about plaid blankets. I would say maybe some plaid pillows. Shout out to Tartans. Tartans. Yeah. I mean, Glenville high school mascot. Oh, I thought you were talking about the tartan as in like the Scottish. It's the same thing. Pattern. That's where it came from, dude. Our school mascot is literally a fabric pattern. Dude, my (laughs) sister 
when she got married, my younger sister, Elizabeth, hey, um, when she and her husband, Josh, got married, he wore a kilt. That's sick. And I was like, that is so... That's legit. Bad. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> my, friend, my friend Ethan is in a Scottish pipe band. Oh, cool. Um, he could play probably any of the instruments in the band. I'm pretty sure he's a drummer cool. uh, in the band. But they'll, they'll wear kilts when they go to their competitions and performances and stuff. Nice. Yeah. So, yeah, so like the tartan type fabric tartan, or like plaid, plaid. fabrics. Um, we, we mentioned dark, rich wood tones, wooden trays, leather, cozy wool, sweater like blankets, pillows, textures. Um, then the last thing the article said was vintage ashtrays. <sighs> yeah, I saw that. As like a, an old glass, like. Glass vintage, colored glass vintage ashtray for not necessarily like cigarettes or cigars, but for like jewelry or accessories or keys or things like that. Which, by the way, not to go off on a tangent, in my, I have like a little tray on my dresser where I keep my jewelry and I have old um, salt cell. They're like glass, like back in the day where like, um, you would put salt in like a tiny little bowl and you would like pinch it and like put it on your food. Mm -hmm. They're, I think they're called salt cells or like, they're just, it's like a tiny little bowl. I keep my jewelry in those on my dresser. Fun. Um, so you could do like old. You heard it here first people. Yeah. All right. When that kitchen's be... on, it was Maggie's idea. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody steal it. No, I don't care if you steal it. You can get, but th those are little things that you can get. At estate sales in a dining room, but you can put them in your, on your like, you know, vanity tray and right. keep like earrings and rings and stuff in them. Um, so some of the ideas that I had for that to go on this, like get getting this trend into your home were vintage books. I'm surprised that they didn't have that, but like Joe and I use a ton of vintage books in our decor for staging. So you can just get you know, a great place to get some vintage books is Storied Coffee. Oh, shoot. Selling yeah, dude, vintage that's, that's books. Like bookstore coffee shop that has yes. boba and stuff over in yeah. Scotia. Have you heard of it? I've uh, been there. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. Cool. Yeah. So you can get some vintage books, Storied Coffee True. to use as decor. Yo, you heard this here first. I actually have a box that's straight up just old books. It's literally labeled oldies but goodies that... um hasn't even hit the shelves yet, but it's it's in the shop. Yo, do you if you want me to help style a whole shelf of vintage books with some like little decor items to make them look really cool? Let's do it. I'll do it for the gram. For the gram, for sure, and for the and for the sale. Week. Yeah, all right, Sick. on it. Um, weird sofas. That was from a video we watched, but I'm definitely <laughs> starting to see like grandpa sofa you know it when i say grandpa sofa you have a vision in your mind of what grandpa sofa look like I and do. that that's that's what's coming back into the sofa trend. itself is actually plaid yes the sofa itself <laughs> is plaid <laughs> or it has like frills on the bottom or it's like partially wooden with um um what are those buttons called that are oh, on the gosh. back um the words escaping yeah, me know. but um Stuff like that. Um, and then items that are collected over time. So think like layers of um, things on a shelf, um, picture frames. So you can like go and get some old picture frames and put some prints in it or photos. Um, light fixtures, like old brassy light fixtures, um, things that have like a pull switch on them or like task lamps hammered metal or like just metal um um storage bins so yeah that's that's about those are the things that you can do in your home and and you don't have to go to a big box store to get these you can actually go to estate sales and you can find local estate sales on the estatesales.net app or website and there are photos of things that are available in your local town. And you can start by getting your own eclectic grandpa core decor items and start making your home more eclectic if you so desire. Amazing. 
You heard it here first, people. Um, yeah. What I want to know, though, just as a general question, just as a general question, who who is the arbiter of design trends? Like, how do these things happen, right? It's 2020. It's, it's the beginning of the year. Okay, it's 2024. And Eclectic Grandpa has the scene. And everyone's picking it up and it's like, okay, here's the trend. Here's what's going to be hot in 2024. It's like, here's what's going to be hot. Like, how do they know? This might be a silly question. I would like, say who, like who, who, who gets to make the, these calls? You know? I think a lot of it has to do with like larger corporations, like Ballard designs or even like well-known interior designers who are designing and decorating homes well-known interior designers. I cannot name a single interior designer. So that's because I don't, <laughs> it's not my world. Yeah, probably. it's not your world. So like in your realm, you probably have a, a list lot of, of them, you know, five or 10 names. Yeah. Like Jonathan Adler, Nate Burkett. Okay, I do happen to know that name, but I don't know why. <laughs> um, See on like HGTV or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, Yo, which of, total side note. Oh, and influencers are the ones who follow these designers and like they are selling product on their social media. And so like they're following these trends. And so like they're following the designers and the designers are pushing these trends and their products and the influencers follow them and like post with them. And everybody wants to be cool and have the cool eclectic grandpa house. So they want to have the things that the influencers have. Those guys from cheap old houses. I think they're, I think they're going to be around. Oh yeah. In the near future. No, like cool. I think they're coming either local or they're going to be on the radio or something like that. I'll have Love to look that. It, but I think we talked about that before. We did. And I just heard that the other day. That's, that's why I said side note. Yeah. Brought that back to mind. Um, so that's cool. Lo- local touch point. Um, what I found interesting was when I started to look into this whole thing, everyone was naming like, like quote unquote influence. Well, actually they were naming celebrities. And so this whole eclectic grandpa thing I don't know. I guess you're saying that it comes into it comes into the the what the the gramosphere like through yeah. these these um, interior decorator people. But all the I listened to maybe three pod two podcasts or three about this slash the articles, and they were all naming celebrities. Which was primarily talking mm-hmm. fashion, even more than home well, stuff. Well, a lot so. of these people also have lines in big box stores like Magnolia, um, Studio McGee, or they may, or they have collaborations with bigger stores. Emily Henderson. Um, yeah. So it's just, all kind of hand in hand. It they all, all kind are of hand in itself. hand. Yeah. Interesting. That's weird. That's that's. That's fascinating because. Or brand partnerships. Chris loves Julia. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay, cool. I'm mostly answering like, my question. Sounds like something I can look into. I more, mean, but. and here's the thing, like I too would be happy to have a brand partnership with some of these bigger stores if they had more sustainable options. Mm. You know, that's, that's my I'm I'm not against people who want to have a business model or a a way to collaborate with bigger brands and have partnerships like that. I just wish there was there were more options for for items that were made from fair trade sources or sustainable resources and didn't have a ton of packaging that just doesn't disintegrate and is just just stays like in our landfills. Yeah, it's a bummer. I hear you. That's uh, I mean that's because that costs money. Yeah, that's that's a big problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a big problem to try to solve. So like mm-hmm. if you're trying to be a big corporation and making money out here and be profitable. Um, for the sake of yourself and everyone that you affect, yeah. like, yeah, to, to do packaging sustainably and, and profitably is, is a, a modern challenge. Yes. But, um, dude, shout out to the voices like yours calling yeah. for change. 
and also pushing against that tide as much as you can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we can all do our part. And like the way I try to do my part is by shopping secondhand first in all ways possible. If, if it makes sense. Yeah. So what are you looking forward to? What are you excited about? Uh, What am I excited about? I'm excited for my new glasses to come, dude. Oh, they, frankly, I don't know why they haven't called me yet. Hmm. I went last Wednesday. They said 7 to 10. You know, you've been needing new glasses days. for a year, and I know this because when we were doing our photo shoot for the House Coffee podcast um, yeah. with Becca, yeah. I remember you, like, you're, you were, like, something having, like, your glasses being... <laughs> they were, like, crooked. Taped or something. They might have been. Or glued. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I've needed them for um, probably, like, five years. I've oh, had nice. the same glasses since 2018. They finally broke, as you've noticed. I have not been wearing glasses Got for it. well over, it's been like two months probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so went last week. Cool. Excited for those to come in. Yeah. Maybe they'll call me later. Maybe they won't. Yeah. If not, probably next week. Can't wait to see them. Thanks. No pun intended. Oh, snap, dude. You know what? I think they're going to give eclectic grandpa vibes. So Yeah. <laughs> Love it. What are you excited about? Cool. Um, I am excited about where my business is going this year. Cool. I know it's kind of vague, but um, I've been making a lot of like strategic choices and planning. Like um, I, I now, you know, at the end of 23, I welcome home co bought a storage shed. So is that up yet? Yep. It's up. Wow. It's, I haven't been by yep, it's, in a while. It's really cool. And um, I am excited to finish our dang edition. It's going to be really nice to like close out that permit. We have like a couple more walls that need to come down and then we'll be done. So just excited to finish and wrap up a few things. I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Cool. All right, y'all. Later. Peace.